0: Lord, you're Jehovah Nisi, our banner, and we exalt you, Lord, over every circumstance, over every situation, Lord. You are our Father, and we celebrate you today. How applicable for Father's Day that we recognize you for all that you've done and who you are in our life. Now Lord I just decrease that You would increase through your Holy Spirit Have your way Father God Have your way Pour into these mighty men of God What thus saith the Lord I pray that you give them a heart to receive it Ears to hear it And we serve the enemy notice We bind them right now We bind up every spirit of distraction right now Every spirit of confusion We bind it right now In the name of Jesus We pray that your word go forth Father God unhindered Father God that it's received Father God and that we hide this word in our hearts that we don't sin against you Lord and we thank you for it now and we give you all the praise in Jesus precious name and let the saints say amen 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 amen. if you would turn with me to the book of Judges and if you could stand for the reading of the word the book of Judges and we're going to start with the sixth chapter And I thank the media ministry for already being prepared and having everything ready for me. We're going to start at Judges 6, and I'll be reading 11 through 16. And then we'll read 34, the A clause. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearers and doers of his word. If you're there, say amen. 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 This is the call of Gideon. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth at Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abrazite, while his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. And Gideon said to him, Please, sir, if the Lord is with us, Why then has all this happened to us? And where are all this wonderful deeds that our fathers recounted to us saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and given us into the hand of the Midians. And the Lord turned to him and said, go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of the Midian. Do not I send you? And he said to him, please, Lord, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, Mm -hmm. and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, but I will be with you, and you shall strike the Midianites as one man. Say one man. (laughs) man. (laughs) And he said to him, if now I have found favor in your eyes, then show me a sign that it is you who speak with me. Let's go to... Thirty-four A. Yes, I'm getting a little excited. Yes, Thirty-four A. Awesome. Let's go to the A clause. Yes,
1: sir.
0: But the Spirit of the Lord, yes, Lord clothed Gideon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. You may have your seats. Yes, if you need to use a title, a title for this message, you've been chosen. If yes, sir. Yes. I want that to sink in. Yes. I need the men to be able to hear me. That's right. You've been chosen. I want to tell you a little bit about Gideon and who he is. Because you don't have time to read it now. So I'll tell you a little bit about what's happening in the book of Judges. Israel has been beat down. uh, They've been battered. uh, They've been taken advantage of because of the the Midianites and the Amalekites. You guys heard the story about all those ites. (laughs) About all those ites. And what was happening here is every time Israel would go out and plant crops and produce, the Midianites and the Amalekites, they would come like a locust. They would invade them. Uh-huh. They would eat up all their crops. Yes, sir. Take all their spoil. And it caused Israel to start hiding and living in caves. All
1: right.
0: Think about yeah. that. They were taking their place of residence. Yes, sir. And they had them moving out. Mm-hmm. Hiding in caves and mountains. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They yes, sir. were being oppressed. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. And so they... Israel kept crying out Lord what is going on here Uh Why do we keep going through this Why does it seem like I keep running out of money How come my finances Are so short Uh How come I got so much sickness in my body Why do I keep coming up short Just trying to bring it To the 21st century So God Chose a prophet Told him I want you to go and speak To the people Uh And I want you to tell them Why they're struggling so much. Yes, sir. I want them to hear you. And I want you to tell them why they're struggling so much. And he said, it's because you haven't obeyed the voice of God. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) He
0: said, you have neglected to obey the voice of God. Yes, sir. Amen. So here's what's happening. So again, this message, because I'm going to tie it in about brotherhood and unity. Psalm 133, how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to come together in unity. Yes, sir. But you got to understand, God has a purpose for everything. Yes, sir. Everything has a purpose. Yes, God, why have you called us to come together? Yes. What is the purpose of this unity? Yes, sir. And I pray that God tell you exactly why. Yes, why he's calling men to come forward. Yes,
1: sir.
0: If we be honest, because I'm, I'm honest. am honest. I'm going to be honest. Yes, sir. God sent that prophet in to say, you haven't obeyed the voice of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so I had to first ask myself, God, what am I not doing? Yes, sir. All right, sir. So when you look in the book of Gideon or the book of Judges, God, the angel of the Lord, appeared to Gideon. And he told him, first thing I want you to do is I want you to tear down those altars that your father has erected. Because your father has been serving some pagan gods. Uh -uh. Tear down those altars. So I looked at my life and I'm thinking, okay Lord, how does that apply to me? Because I didn't have a father when I grew up. He was never active in my life. God said, well I'm glad you asked. Because there's some generational curses that has been opened up that's in your bloodline. See, your dad don't have to spend no time with you for you to reap the curses that those doors have been opened up. So I need to get you to understand there's a spiritual attack that's weighing against you and your family. See, because everything you're addressing is in the natural. But see, you got to come over to the spiritual. And it's time for you to tear down those curses and those altars that has been erected in your life. So I said, God, what what altar have I erected? He said, well, I'm glad you asked. He said, the anger that you have towards your father. Boy, we're going to start with that one first. We're going to start with that altar that you have erected because you hold on to it like a badge of honor. When somebody asks you about your dad, you get angry. You relive it all over again, and you start to talk about him, and you start to talk about him. But that's the first altar we're going to tear down. Yes, and you know how we're going to tear it down? It's called forgiveness. Yes, sir. We're going to start with some forgiveness. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So you're going to forgive him. And I said, okay. But let me help you, saints. I couldn't do it by myself. Yes. Yes. I didn't have the capacity to forgive him. I needed the love of God. I needed to have God's love to have forgiveness. So God started working on me. He said, I need you to hear my voice. I need you to hear my voice. So first thing, I had to forgive him. Then we started with the next altar. Okay, God, what is this next altar? Pride. Oh, my goodness. And for men, oh, that's a deadly altar to have. It really is. It is a deadly altar and it keeps you from hearing from the voice of God. So God had to help me tear down pride. He says, if you're humbled, humbled before man, I'll exalt you in time. But you got to stop self-exalting yourself. I said, okay, Lord, I hear you. I hear you. So we're going to tear down that altar. So going back into the book of Judges. Yes, so as the angel is talking to Gideon, he tells him to go tear down those altars. Yes, sir. So Gideon and some of his men, they wait till nighttime. Because yes. Gideon is afraid. Yes, sir. He's terrified. You know this? Yes, my dad has built these altars. And you want me to tear these altars down. Yes, sir. But because you said it, Lord, yes, at your will I'm going to do what you say. Yes, so he waited till nighttime and he tore the altars down. Mm-hmm. So the next morning when the people woke up and they said, who has torn down these altars? Wasn't his dad that said it, it was the people. They said, "How? who did it? They said, Gideon. Gideon did it, Gideon. So they started looking for Gideon. They said, we're gonna kill Gideon. But notice what his dad says. His dad, Joash, he says, if one of you touch my son, one, he said, you'll be dead before the morning. Uh-huh. Yes, you'll be dead before the morning. Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. Yes, sir. I said, wow, okay. You'll be dead before the morning. Uh-huh. So God spoke to me. God said, son, as you start tearing down these altars in your life, if Joash was gonna take out the men, how much more do you think I will do as your father? Amen. Oh my goodness, that minister to me. That minister to me. God said, now start tearing them down. And I dare somebody to touch you. I dare somebody to speak against you. I dare the enemy to put his hands on you because I got your back. So we started tearing down altars together. We started tearing them down. So as we move forward, Yes, Into sir. the book of Judges, because I'm still in the book of Judges. Oh. I'm still in the book of Judges. Yes, sir. This time, when the Amalekites and the Israelites, when the Amalekites and the Midianites, when they came against the people of Israel this time, the Bible says that God clothed Gideon. Uh-huh. He put his anointing on him. Yes. That courage came on Gideon. Yeah, yeah, but first, Gideon had to ask for a sign. And this is what kind of thing Ask for a sign Because as I read the Bible Jesus says only a perverse and adulterous Generation will ask for a sign Uh And I'm thinking okay So back then Gideon said God I hear your voice I hear you but I want to make sure It's your voice that I'm hearing So this is what I need you to do for me He said okay God we got this fleece right here on the ground He said this is what I want you to do I want you to make the fleece Wet and I want the ground to be dry. So when I wake up in the morning, make that happen, God. So Gideon got up the next morning, and he went, he grabbed the fleece, and they, the Bible says he rang it out. And all the water poured out into a bowl, but the ground was still dry. And so I said, oh, look at God with him now. So now I feel Gideon is ready. Gideon said, whoa, 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 whoa. Gideon said, hold on, hold on, hold on. God, I know you did that but I just need one more again. I need confirmation one more time. I mean, we're just being real. How many times have you asked God for a sign? And then you ask him again for a sign. So Gideon, Gideon said, do it just one more time. But I know you're bad and all. I want you to do it the other way. I want you to make the ground wet, and I want the fleece to be dry. And I said, OK, because I'm a bad God. So when Gideon woke up the next day, guess what happened? Yeah. the fleece was just as dry as it wanted to be right. okay. while the ground was wet and Gideon said now I know now I know you with me so Gideon started calling all the people together he said hey things gonna be different this time because when the Amalekites and all them Ikes, when they come down this time oh we got something for them yeah. so he rallied the men yeah. come on together yeah. brother yeah. because we about to go in the battle yeah. this gonna be a battle right now so all Men came together, and they were going to be there. So here's God. God told him, "This is what you're going to do. You're going to go down there, and you're going to fight it. But guess what? Right now, you got too many men. Oh, you got too many of them.
1: You
0: got too many of them. Let me find. It. Here it is. He said, "This is what I want you to do." He said, "Right now, I'm looking at my count. That was thirty-two thousand men that had assembled." God said, "But you got too many." And here's why I'm going to tell you you got too many. Because when you get the victory, you're going to think it was because of your numbers. And I dare not let you steal my glory. I'm going to show you that I'm with you. I'm going to show you how bad your God is. So he said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to ask the men that are afraid. If you're scared to fight, just let me know now. Let me know, and I want you to go home. Pack your stuff up and go home. Now watch this. 22,000 threw up the peace sign. 22,000 said, I'm out. There was only 10,000 men that was left. And they're going up against hundreds of thousands. God said, you know what, 10,000? You still got too many. <laughs>
1: now, now, wait a
0: minute. I'm being honest. If I'm Gideon and I'm leading the men, I'm looking like, God, I need, come on now. God, what you doing to me? You taking on my help. God said, you still got too many. I want you to take the men down to the water. And he said, I'm going to test them. And I'm going to show you who to keep. And I'm going to show you who to get rid of Uh That'll preach all by itself Listen, listen, say That is a word all by itself I don't want us to casually read over that Because there are some people in your life That you don't need That you don't need There are some people in your life That you need to cut loose holding on to them because what God wants to do in your life he don't need them there they're a distraction for you and they keep your mind elsewhere when it should be right on your Savior alright so here's, here, here's what God told you you take them down to the river and I'm gonna test them he said the men that get down in the water and lap that water like a dog I want you to set them off the one side he said, the men that casually, and I just say casually, the men that bend down, kneel down, and they drink the water, you put them on the other side. He said, so the men that lap like dogs, there's your 300 men right there. That's right. Just 300. Just 300. Because I want you to know that I'm with you. I want you to know. So I'm thinking like, Gideon, Gotta be terrified. God, you done went from 30." It was 32,000? And you didn't took me down to 300? I almost feel like you're sabotaging. Me. But Lord is teaching you how to trust him. He's teaching you how to trust him. So now here's Gideon with his 300 men. When we got 300 men. That's all we need. And here's what the Lord does. What's so amazing. God says, Gideon, this is what I want you to do. If you're afraid. Here's why he told me. Because God knew he was still afraid. You yes, only got 300 sir. men. And you're about to go up against this army that has been yes. invading your country time after time after time after time. But it's going to stop today. Right. So all you got is 300 men. So I know you're afraid. He said, so that's what I'm going to do for you. If you're afraid, I want you to go down there at night and I want you to just listen. Just you and your servant.
1: Right.
0: I only want two of y'all. So just him and his servant. Gideon said, okay, I'll go. Gideon went down there. And he hears the two men Talking about Gideon coming to invade And the sword of Gideon going through their camp And the minute Gideon heard that It was confirmation He said right. I know God you with me That's right. I know you with me So Gideon goes back He rallies his troops And they go in And they fight And the Amalekites And these Midianites They take off running and Gideon and his men, they're slaying them, they're chasing them. they're running. So it was amazing how God used Gideon. So I wanted to talk about Gideon, because God wants to use men. He is calling men forward In this season But you're going to need courage Like never before You're going to need the courage of Christ To do what God has called you to do This brotherhood that we are assembling It is a mighty army That God is raising up Would you stand up pastor? God has raised up a Gideon yeah. Yeah. He has raised up a Gideon yeah. in your pastor. Yeah. But he can't do it by himself. He needs some strong men that are going to stand with him and say, Pastor, where you go, we go. Where you fight, we fight. We're going to continue to pray for you. We're going to labor for you. We're going to love for you. Yeah. You can have a You can have seats. Yes. We're going to labor for you. Yes. Yes. Yes, God is raising up men yes. today.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: You heard yes. a lot of accolades about me. Here's what's so amazing about God. I am. I'm a car salesman. I sell cars. I've been in Jake Sweeney now for 10 years. I have been the top salesman. Notice what I'm saying. The top salesman. I am the highest-paid salesman. No one does that but God. Now, let me tell you how he did it. Let me tell you how he did it. I served my way to the top. Man, notice what I'm saying. I served my way to the top. God's not looking for a man that's arrogant, a man that's proud. He's looking for a man that's humble. A man that he can... The Bible says the eyes of the Lord run to and fro in the earth. I'm looking for men to show forth my glory through. But can I use you? This isn't going to go over your head, is it? You're not going to get the big head, are you? You're not going to think it's you, are you? I need you to know that it's me calling men forward. Nobody but him. And God won't let you steal his glory. He won't let you steal his glory. So this message was to encourage the men. It was for the men. I need every man to please stand. Ladies, bear with me for just a second. I need every man in this house to stand. If you are a man under the sound of my voice, I need every man to stand. Every man. Every man. I did 20 years in the military. 20 years in the military. I've encouraged men I've motivated men. This is a call to men. This is a call to men. It's a Gideon call that means we have to get out of our comfort zone. We have to be in agreement with the Word of God. God is looking for unity. Looking for unity. And He's looking for a church that's not divided, a church that is united. Under the call of your Gideon, yes, sir. your man of God, yes, you have to be humbled in submission yes, to this man of God. Yes. See the centurion soldier, you all can have a seat. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Thank
1: okay.
0: you. Amen. Amen. I I love when when Jesus was talking to the centurion Roman soldier because this Roman soldier came to Jesus and he said, "Jesus, my servant is sick." Mm-hmm. He's sick and he needs a healing. And Jesus said, Let me just go to your house. And this centurion said, Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He said, See, Jesus, I'm a man that's under authority. I'm a man under authority. So I know how authority works. If you just speak the word. Notice why he said, if you just because he understood that. Everything is under the authority of Christ. He's not a Christian, but he recognizes authority when he sees it. He recognized authority when he sees it. He said, I'm a man under authority. I know what authority looks like. All you got to do is send the word. Send the word, and your servant will be healed. And notice what Jesus said. Jesus said, Never have I seen so great a faith. Never. So you trying to tell me that this centurion soldier who didn't know who Christ, he didn't have a relationship with Christ, he knew what faith was? He he said, that's faith. So faith ties into authority. (laughs) Yes, sir. Don't miss this faith ties into authority God is not looking for wayward men he's looking for men that are under authority and as you get under authority God will anoint you like Gideon to do what he's called you to do every battle, financial battles I don't care what it is health battles, relationship battles it does not matter it's all under the authority of who? Jesus Christ. Yes, it's all under his authority. Amen, Amen. I told my church a couple weeks ago, we were doing altar call, and I told them how awesome God is, how awesome and amazing God is, and listen, if that's not your testimony, that's not God's fault. Amen. Amen. That's not God's fault. amazing and awesome God is. That's your fault. That's your fault, not his. Because he is amazing. And he wants you to start declaring it. And he wants you to start speaking it over your situation. And here's what I told him. Stop telling God about your problems and tell your problems about your God. He is a healer. He is a deliverer. You don't have to come to church and stay in sin and bondage. He has come to set you free. I said I wasn't going to be long. But I wanted to make sure I delivered some mail to you. So before I close, I want to end with this one scripture. This one scripture. And it's in Luke. The book of Luke, the 11th chapter. Yes, sir. Verse 5 through 13. If you could turn with me, Luke 11. See, I believe I don't have to keep you all day.
1: Yes,
0: sir. You ain't got to preach all day. Don't have to. Because the Bible says the Holy Spirit will teach you all things.
1: That's right. See, He's the teacher. I'm not.
0: He's the teacher. And long after you leave here, he's still going to be teaching you. He's going to teach you through your circumstances. He's going to teach you through other people. Luke
1: 11,
0: 5 through 13. I want to read this. If you there, say amen. And he said to them, which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, Lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine has arrived on a journey. And I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within. Do not bother me. The door is now shut. Where am I at? I'm sorry. I lost my place. There it is. I cannot get up. And give you anything. I tell tell you though. He will not get up and give him anything because he is a friend. Yet because of his imprudence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. And I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And the one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish... Well, instead of a fish, give him a serpent. Or if he asks for an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. If you, then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly Father give you the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Those who ask. I have a men's group, and we meet our men's group every Monday, seven o'clock. One of the things that we're realizing is that there's men with no power. Mm. Yes. Men, yes, sir. Men with no power. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it ties into you not having the Holy Spirit. Mm. Yeah. Because the Bible says when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, yeah. you're going to receive power. Yes. Sir. Yes. There's yes. men walking around with no power. With no power. Mm. Yes. Sir. Mm. They're so busy talking about their circumstances, mm-hmm. and they're taking it mm-hmm. just like the children of Israel was. Yes, sir. Uh, notice when the angel called Gideon Gideon said you talking to me because I'm the least in my family I'm the youngest surely you're not talking about me and the angel said I am talking about you I've called you and I've chosen you now go do what I've asked you to do the reason I went to that scripture is because I don't want to see another day a man not have the Holy Ghost not be endowed with the Holy Spirit what the scripture says. It starts saying that if you come to a friend at night and he done already went to bed. Some of us can relate to that. You call me at a certain time you're not going to get me. You knock on my door at a certain time I may not answer it. But if you're persistent persistent, yeah. persistent yeah. in our business we say persistence wears down resistance. Yeah, now That's for those of you that may buy a car when, when you're dealing with a car salesman. I don't mind giving you that. Persistence wears down resistance. But here's what the scripture's saying. God's saying if you ask, if you're persistent about asking, God, I need your spirit. Notice that Gideon was clothed with the spirit of God. He needed the spirit of God to do what God had called him to do. Now here's a
1: disclaimer.
0: Here's a disclaimer. If you think God gonna give you his spirit, So, you can go do some foolishness. All right. You have lost your mind. If you think God's going to let his spirit rest on you while you still think it's about you, you'll walk around with no power. You'll be like the seven sons of Skeba you'll roll up on those spirits thinking you about to do battle and they going to tear your tail up yes, study your Bible study your Bible That's right. That's right. because they said Paul we know Christ we know we know the spirit of God when we see it but this foolishness we ain't going to entertain that That's right. and see some of you all your situations don't see the presence of God in your life yes. they have to know that God is with you yeah Notice that God said Joash's dad said If you touch my son You'll be dead before the morning How much more will God battle for you If you just call on his name That's true So here's my last thought here's, here's my last point Here's my last point Because I know how pride Because I, I dealt with this When altar call came and my church asked me if there was anybody that did not have the Holy Ghost, stand up. And I promise you, online church, I didn't. I stood terrified. My heart was beating. And there was a bunch of women that ran down to the altar. And it was all ladies that lined up front. And there were no men. And my flesh said, You're going to be the only man standing up there. You're going to be the only man standing up there. So because I was terrified, I didn't go. I was terrified. And the enemy came and tortured me three straight days. He said, one, you don't believe. You don't have no faith. You don't know what the Holy Ghost is all about. And you're a coward. I mean, he tortured me for three days. That Sunday, my pastor stood up. And my pastor talked about the Wednesday night service. And he said, I heard you all had a Holy Ghost time on Wednesday. And God said, you about to get your second chance. Notice what I said. God said, you about to get your second chance. I didn't know what was going on, but it was in my spirit. And Bishop said, "If any," I promise you, I jumped up and I ran down to the altar. (laughs) Listen listen to me, sir. I ran down to the altar, and Bishop had the cameras. Cameras just zoomed in on me, and I couldn't stop crying. I was crying, and Bishop said, "Did you see this brother run down here?" In other words. I wasn't about to ask for him to come down, but he came down anyway. Yeah. Take that brother in there, and you get him to, you make sure you pray with him. Yeah. Pray with him until he walks away knowing that he has the Holy Ghost. Yeah. He has the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Yes. And I promise you, I believe that day the Holy Ghost came on me. Yeah. Yeah. I walked out of that church knowing that I got power now. Yeah. I got power now. Oh, I'm a demon slayer now. I'm a demon slayer now. Where they at? But I walked out with power. So all I'm going to ask is, I just want us to stand as a brotherhood. I want everybody. I want the church, sisterhood, brotherhood. I want the entire church to stand. And here's going to be my prayer. I'm not going to call you down to the altar. Don't want to do that. But I want us to be on one accord. Yes, sir. And Pastor, with your permission, I want to just say a quick prayer. I want to say a quick prayer. I'm going to ask that you close your eyes. I'm asking you to close your eyes because you know if you've received the Holy Ghost you know and even if you don't know and you're not sure I'm asking that God send his spirit I want God to confirm it today because the enemy loves for you to be double minded he loves for you to go back and forth back and forth I don't know if I'm I don't know if I got the Holy Ghost or not. I don't know if it, well, I don't speak in tongues. And I don't, I'm not getting into all of that. All I'm saying is that you leave today with confirmation that his spirit is going to rest and rule on you. He says, if you ask and you keep on asking, seek and keep on seeking, knock and keep on knocking. He wants to put his spirit in you. He's tired of you going back and forth with the enemy. Because he's put the enemy under your feet. Yes, he's anointed you yes, to cast out demons. He's anointed you yes, to heal the sick. Yes. He's anointed you. Yes. He put his spirit in you. Yes. Father God, right now, right now, we thank you for your presence, even in this place, Father God. Lord, we pray that you seal your word with your spirit, Father God. Lord, I pray right now that your spirit rests Rule and abide over your people, Father God. Lord, give them the assurance, the confidence to know that you're with them, Father God. And I thank you for what you're doing. Turn their hearts, Father God, to you. Lord, we know we can't do it without a surrendered heart to you, Father God. Now we bind up every spirit of confusion. We bind up every spirit of intimidation by the enemy. Lord, we stand as a united body, Father God. We stand as one. You said when the people were of one mind and one accord, nothing could be restrained from them. So I thank you now, Lord. I thank you now. Settle their spirits. Give them peace, Father God. Lord, you're Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace. And we pray that you seal your promise, Lord, with your Holy Spirit. And we give you praise for it now. In Jesus' precious name, yes, and it is so. And it is yeah. so. Get so.
2: yeah. a Lord a hand, please. Get a Lord a hand, please.
0: Thank you, church. God bless you.
2: How many Gideons in the house? Amen. The doors of the church are open. Let us stand. Lord, I love you more than anything. Do you love the Lord? love the Lord. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you. Lord, I love Lord, you. I love you more love than anything. anything. Come on, say it like you really mean. That I love you. I love you, Jesus. I worship and Just want to tell you, Lord, I love you. Yes, I do. Say it again I love you, Jesus. I worship and just want to tell you, Lord. I There may be someone who does not know the Jesus that we're talking about. And it's very important that you understand that Jesus died for your sins and he did not stay dead, but he rose on the third day and he has all power in his hand. The power that he was talking about that God gave to Gideon is that same power that raised Jesus from the dead. It's that same power that he has put in you. It's already in you. And you will be able to trample upon demons. But you got to know Jesus. You got to have a relationship with Jesus. And it's very important that you don't leave here empty handed. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Don't leave this house without having Jesus in your life. Don't leave empty. Because the word of God has come forth. And it won't return to him void. I guarantee you. So if you don't know Jesus in the free pardon of your sin, come on down to the altar. There's ministers that will talk with you. Pray with you, explain to you exactly who Jesus is. Don't let it be too late. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God, Pastor. Give God some.